This week, we discuss Kill Lincoln playing at Ford's Theater. Stay tuned. Welcome to On the Upbeat. I'm Matt. Hey, I'm RJ Phoenix, and I'm not the only other person on this podcast that hosts it. Besides Matt, today we have everybody's most favorite handsome guest host, Mr. Gary Mastriano. Tell the people what you're doing, Gary. Oh, I'm sitting here with a hoodie on and shorts, patting my dog, <laughs> looking handsome. You know how I do. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so is it a... Uh host only episode or hostful i feel like we're stealing the term hostful uh from that one podcast that no one talks about or listens to anymore it, nobody listens to nerdist anymore chris chris hardwick sold out he stopped <laughs> doing it like three years ago and i'm a big chris hardwick fan yeah uh, hey I, I maintain i'm the jonah ray of this podcast <laughs> yeah you know yeah totally you totally are yeah you know what i've been in a room with jonah ray and it was very uncomfortable because people have told me i look like him so much in my life and like we're a lot the same guy we we're both there in hoodies festooned with one inch indie rock buttons yeah it was yeah. uncomfortable you're the jonah ray of my life <laughs> <laughs> i just wish i had a sweet penguin tattoo you're the jonah ray to my chris hardwick <laughs> there we go does that make matt matt Am yeah I, that yeah. was obvious <laughs> i mean i guess just because of my name i guess but uh i, w- I mean i wish i could how do you feel about the tv show frazier <laughs> I have no opinion on Frasier. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure if you can be the Matt Myra. No, anymore. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm not. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, we're all here. We're all gonna chit chat. We got some ska news, uh, ska discussion. We'll get to in a little bit. But uh, Gary, you haven't been in on on in a while. How's it going? How's life? I started boxing. Like with your fist, like fighting, or you just started boxing up things in your house. I'm not sure. No, 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 no. We're not moving. Oh, are we moving? Maybe I'm moving and I don't know about it. No, started boxing. And I have a little cut on my knuckle, you know, because, you know, I I live in the mean streets of New Jersey. So I got to, you know, 30 something years old, start learning how to defend myself for once. What a badass. No, it's 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 a I did start boxing, though, today for the first time. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's definitely a good um, exercise sort of routine. It definitely works muscles in ways that other sort of activities wouldn't yeah so i got that going on for me i think i might go pro you know thinking about it sure it's, it's, sure it's time for a career change to be a pro boxer or maybe mma i think i could do mma uh at ccm punk's <laughs> career starting mma in your late 30s early 40s yeah but i'm not him i'm cool <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's okay. cool. My wife doesn't listen to this podcast. You can say that. I will send her a message right now and tell her that he's not cool. No, I will hear about it. Sorry, wrestling talk. Matt's going to get upset. <laughs> um, most of the time, I just tune it out. Um, you know, because, I mean, we well, let's just come out with the dirty little secret is I'm not a fan of wrestling. I know that's like. like I don't think anyone <laughs> could guess. Yeah, uh, that's okay, Matt. That's just your thing. Not liking wrestling. I guess. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to. <laughs> I don't know. I think the ska scene might say otherwise. I see 
You know, oh no, is Scott Twitter going to be mad at you? Wow, what a powerful organization they are. Look out, man. Scott Twitter. Oh Next, boy. Scott Reddit's going to come after you. Actually, I, I find Scott Reddit more credible. <laughs> and now Scott Quitter, uh, Quitter. Scott Quitter. That I don't know what that is, but Scott Twitter is going to come after us for you making fun of them. They already don't like me, so it's okay. <laughs> I don't think they listen to our podcast. How? Let's no, find out. Too cool. <laughs> let's find out. Scott Twitter, if you're listening, the secret word is bonanza. So just tweet that out, Scott Twitter, if you're listening. And we'll I, yo, look, I had a Scott Live Journal back in the day, so I don't want to hear about no Scott Twitter. It's Scott Live Journal's where it's at. Uh, RJ probably had a Scott Dead Journal because he's that cool. No, I was a Live Journal guy. I was okay, not a Dead okay. Journal guy. Okay. Oh, awesome. RJ, uh, anything exciting going on in your neck of the woods? I went out for sushi on Saturday night and ate way too much to the fact that I got uh, rather, rather sick. Um, not like throwing up, but very uh, discomfort from uh, too full of stomach. All you can eat sushi. Oh, boy. Oh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> it was great while you were eating it. Not so great. The next I, it, even so so the rule all you can eat sushi is what if you order it you have to eat it you can't there's no leftovers you can't take it home or they'll charge you extra uh i i got down to like four pieces of my last roll and i just couldn't and i i, I managed to force down three of them uh and then my wife had to eat the the fourth and final one um it was all delicious it was all great um but it was it was a it was a matter of overeating because we we don't go out that often so uh i did it up and i wanted to make sure we got our money's worth uh for all you could eat yeah i've never had sushi same i had it once at the mall like when i was in high school and i don't think mall (laughs) sushi is the way to go but look i don't want sushi twitter to get mad at me now too. (laughs) (laughs) to be fair i never had sushi until i moved to california uh, I knew a lot of friends of mine and even an ex-girlfriend very much like, we got to get you to go to the sushi place with us. I'm like, I'm not going to a sushi place that's this far away from the ocean. I just, I don't, I don't know. No. Fair. Uh, Fair. And when I moved to LA and my wife wanted to get sushi, I didn't want to, she wasn't my wife yet. Uh, I, I did not want to look lame in front of my girlfriend that I just moved halfway across the continent to stay with. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, yes, California rolls. These are delicious. <laughs> and if you know anything about them, there's no like raw fish in those at all. So it's a good ease into enjoying and liking sushi, which I very much do now. Uh, totally acclimated to the Southern California life. <laughs> that The fact that there's no you know raw fish in them explains why my kids seem to like uh, California rolls more than anything mm-hmm. else. So that What's sense. in a California roll? Is it avocado? Uh, there's avocado. Uh, there's uh, fake crab. Sometimes real crab, but usually fake crab. What's the yeah. difference between fake crab and real crab? Yeah, what's fake crab? Yeah. Uh, one is spelled with a K. <laughs> okay. Is it like new metal crab? <laughs> <laughs> it wears a backwards red baseball cap. Yeah. Wait, no, really. Why do they? Why do they put fake crab in there? Why isn't it just something else? Why is fake crab fake it's, crab? Why it, isn't it, it called something else? I I don't know, but this is that's what it is. Is it that's like? What, is it like Canadian bacon? You know, I bacon? didn't invent this. Okay. Like, is it Canadian bacon, which is really just ham? I mean, I'm, and that's still from a pig. Yeah. <laughs> right, which I don't. So, but you know, they call it Canadian bacon, but it's really just ham. Just call it ham. So, like, is is fake crab something? 
I, you know, I, like I said, I didn't invent it. Sushi Twitter is getting so mad. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you're going to bring it up, you got to bring the answers. That's the I, I mean, I thought this was what people knew about fake crab. I didn't know I, I was bringing brand new information to I, y'all. I don't, I'm not a seafood eater. So, you know, like, to be honest, I'm not a big seafood guy either. Like, mahi mahi is good, but I'm not really too big. And salmon on occasion, depending on what's marinated. And uh, other than that, and sushi, I don't eat anything. I don't eat crab. Usually, I don't eat lobster. I don't really like shrimp. Yeah. All right. I'm going to name my next Scott album Fake Crab Rangoon. <laughs> <laughs> get it? Get it, RJ? You get, I it. get it. You know, I get it. Come on. <laughs> Uh, uh, crab rangoon sometimes doesn't even have crab in it. Sometimes it's just cream cheese. Yo, crab is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> crab is a fucking liar. <laughs> is it ever even real? All right. Well, this has been seafood talk, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's let's get into uh, some ska news. Here we go. Oh wait, Matt, 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 Matt. What? How's your week been? Yeah, the people need to know, Matt. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, my. Dog won't stay in his cage when I leave him there for long periods of time, and I canceled my HBO Max subscription. Yes, Ska News. Uh, more important than hearing what I did, you know, over the weekend because it was not that entertaining. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't think me eating a bunch of sushi was that true. entertaining. But it's look at the content we got. True, yeah. we did. We did. <laughs> I, I contemplated going to a Ska show and then got lazy. And was like, nah, I'm too tired. <laughs> oh, you're starting to sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was free and within... 25 minutes of my house so you know wow no i had one right around the corner but i was so burnt that i was it a california ska show i mean in the fact that it was in california <laughs> so they have avocado and fake ska bands <laughs> <laughs> yep sometimes yep. real ska bands but mostly well fake all, ska the, bands. all the ska all the ska bands were um oh gosh what's the thing that people don't eat that's in bread um, gluten? gluten? All the Scott bands yeah. are gluten-free. So. Nice. <laughs> hey, I live in a gluten-free household, so uh, I technically I'm in a gluten-free Scott band, I guess. <laughs> All right, so uh, next up, we have uh, from the band The Abrupters. Uh, they are releasing a new song on Tuesday, February 7th, which, if you're hearing this, was yesterday. Uh, so the new song is called Waiting... <laughs> Forever, the track is off their upcoming album called Noticeably Cheerless, which is uh, out on February 24th. You can pre-order the uh, full vinyl album on Asian Man Records. Let's listen to a clip right now. Here we go.
that is not a fake ska band. They have real. I can't wait for that album. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been waiting forever for that album to be released. I know they uh, they when they announced that they have an actual release date, they said they recorded it over a year and a half ago, and I was like, "Wow, really?" Yeah, even Mike Park said it's been a fourteen month wait from when he sent them off to be pressed to when they actually That's came. Wowzers. Wow. Yeah. We but, just shared a merch table with the Abruptors at a show recently. They're just the coolest. Aw. Yeah. Aw, they're so cool and nice. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, Gary, why don't you tell us who you have for your uh, Sky News story? We just also shared a merch table with this band, and they're called Title Holder from Long Island. Big fan of this band. Um, they released a new single last Friday and a new video called Going Insane. Um, everything this band has put out, they put out an EP and a couple singles, has been a banger. So check out Going Insane. Insane. And maybe you could see Title Holder playing some shows with Backyard Superheroes this summer. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who, who knows how things work? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so just ask. Email Gary at uh, Gary has all the answers at gmail.com. How did you know my email? Don't give it out. I'm like, Gary. <laughs> all right. Uh, RJ, why don't you tell us about your Sky News story? So uh, this past weekend, the uh, album... Uh, the newest compilation from the Specialized Project came out. It's called Our Way, the Rat Pack Collection. Uh, it has a bunch of ska and uh, punk and ska punk bands playing classic Rat Pack tunes. Uh, they do an uh, album every year. It's usually two to four discs worth of uh, music. And they usually have a theme this year, of course, was Rat Pack. And traditionally, all the money has went to charity, uh, usually beat teenage cancer, but I think they've diversified some of the charities that they now donate to. Uh, so whatever it goes to, can it goes to uh, charity. Uh, it's always a lot of fun. And I thought the song that I would play for you today is uh, New Lion Ska covering "Everybody Loves Somebody." Everybody loves somebody
That's good. That's some good ska right there. Heck yeah. It's it's a pretty fun album. Uh, Rude Girl Review is on there. Uh, Mr. Kingpin is on there and a whole host of other bands. Monkey as well. Uh, so it's a plethora of bands from all over the world. And uh, it's worth checking out. And like I said, money goes to charity. And uh, if you don't want Rat Pack songs, you want to hear Madness covers, they got that. Covers by The Jam, they got that. A bunch of different protest songs. Once again, it's all there. It's all there from uh, Specialized Project. So uh, check them out. They're on Bandcamp. Uh, and uh, they got a website, too, where you can order physical discs. It's a, it's a fun little thing they got going on there for over 10 years now. Awesome. So all this ska news we will put in the show notes so you can find out all the links and info there. All right. So next up, we have a ska discussion. Um, and we've kind of been sitting on this, or I've been sitting on this, uh, till at least all three of us could be on an episode together. Um just because, you know, Gary had expressed some thoughts about this subject. So, um, okay. I had originally planned to read an excerpt from In Defense of Ska, but I forgot to look it up. And <laughs> I'm a terrible person. So Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I not a terrible person. I mean, host I just, of the Ska podcast, maybe. But person, no. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> right. I'm a terrible you seem like a good. You seem like a good enough guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes, but you're a pretty <laughs> shitty ska podcast host. I get it. It's fair enough. I didn't say shitty. <laughs> poor? Is that what you said? Poor? Yes. Not, not yeah, bad. I said poor. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, so I wanted to talk about ska comedy or comedy within ska scene. So I kind of phrased the question this way. Um, do you think the wacky reputation ska music has with non-ska fans has hurt ska when ska bands heavily use humor does it subtract from the important social issues that ska is known to be about and is about so does humor hurt it does being too wacky sort of like take the focus away from those things and does it ultimately sort of do it to its detriment and i do believe sort of like in the the quote I was going to read from In Defense of Ska was sort of about like how ska fans ska fans <laughs> tend to make fun of ska themselves. It's so it's like this sort of like self-loathing mocking sort of thing. That's sort of Yeah, I mean, I have so I have opinions all across this. But if we want to start with the the main topic, which is does the wackiness of ska uh cut the undercurrent of uh, social issues that Scott would like to address, then my answer is absolutely yes. Yes, I think it absolutely does. Because um, to a non-Scott fan, they just think Scott's goofy. Uh, and the most are like, well, I guess they do address racism. But that is, that's the most. That's the most you'll get out of someone who hasn't been uh, inundated with Scott because what they remember, for better or for worse, is uh, the 90s ska punk fad. I'm sure. Um, and I always think it's very funny that when people think of 90s ska punk, they think of Real Big Fish and the Aquabats before they think of uh, Bostones, who actually are the the, the most, uh, you know, acclaimed. And uh, the, the, the band that actually had top 10 hits that were ska in the 90s. Um, so... Yeah, I think it absolutely does, because I know even back then, 
that uh, I would talk up real big fish. And then my friends would see them on a talk show and be like, those guys are way too goofy. Not weird. Weirdest criticism I got for other music I liked. <laughs> um, but yeah, Scott, always goofy. Uh, I would tell people like, yeah, no, no, they talk about this and talk about that as well. And they're like, yeah, whatever. It's weird. It's goofy. It's silly. Uh, and so I think uh, public perception. Yeah, the craziness does. Does detract and, and it makes people who would probably otherwise check it out kind of check out. See, that's the question I was going to ask. Do you really think that those people, especially talking about ska in the 90s and in in America, do you think that those people who sort of left it once it left pop culture, do you think they would have stuck around had it been more serious? Uh, I mean, there's people who were into two-tone stuff in the late 70s, early 80s who would still check out Madness still listen to the specials, still check out other ska. Um, I mean, ska is kind of like a cultural thing in England, whereas in America, like I said, it just seemed very much like a fad from 20 years ago. I have some strong opinions on this, RJ. I I would love to hear them. (laughs) Here's the thing. I think me and Matt kind of would be on two different sides of this. uh, And I always said I didn't want to cover this without Gary because we need a middle and we need someone maybe to tell me I'm a fucking idiot. So I, I might not be, it. I might not be the middle on this. RG. <laughs> oh shit. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah. Let's hear it. I, um, so I, I want to formulate my thoughts about the, kind I know, of the question so many that was I, asked, right? Yes, yes, yes. And it was, does, does the, the, the wackiness of ska hurt the potential political, issues that some ska bands want to discuss. And I, I want to preface that, that that's not all ska bands want to discuss sure. political issues, nor do all ska bands want to talk about eating pizza, right? I think that any <laughs> band can fall into either of those categories. That's like saying, you know, every metal band is sings about Satan. That's just obviously not true. Maybe a, a small a small number of them. And maybe that is the perception people have about metal. So I see where we're making that connection here. Um, I want to start my my filibuster by saying I don't like political music. I do not like political music. I listen to music as an escape um, to have fun. And I very rarely listen to political music. I don't care about somebody else's politics. I just don't. I have my own opinions on politics and I usually keep them to myself. Um, And that's, that's that. I like music to be generally more fun. Um, So I don't think there's anything wrong with with being fun and wacky. And there's also bands who can do both, right? You can be fun and wacky, but also have a serious message from time to time. To answer the question though, do I think the the wackiness of, of a very small group of ska bands has impacted um, what people's perception of skies? I don't. And I'm gonna I'm gonna think about what RJ just said, where, you know, the specials are are a very political band. Um and it's not like they're they're like they're not like talked about in the same sentence as like the Beatles. They just didn't have a long life. Yeah. So I think the point you were trying to make, RJ, was like, Scott's just a cultural thing. I don't think the wackiness or politicalness of it had any effect on whether it's going to be popular or not. Is, am I in line with what you were kind of saying? I, uh, my uh, comment about the specials and like the two-tone stuff being more cultural, that, that's more of a British musical cultural thing, sure. not so much a ska cultural thing. Sure. I mean, just pop cultural thing. Like, I just don't think ska has the lasting ability to be a mainstream music form in the same way that like 
hip hop or heavy metal does with the same lasting audience. Oh, I will, I will 100% co-sign that. Uh, to me, Ska writes that same line as like jam bands. There's always going to be sure. an audience for it, but you're not going to hear it on the radio that often. Right. And that's fine. That's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. And I think there are things that aren't intentionally wacky or intentionally jokes that are just unique to Ska that sort of put it in. Like, even though we all know that horns don't make you a Ska band, right? But having horns sort of be, you know, a focus of some Ska bands, for some for some, we'll just turn them off just from a musical standpoint. Like, they're they see that as weird or just out of place with these uh, people need to listen to more oldies. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so much, there's so much more than oldies. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally get it. You know, if you, you know, Motown R and B had horns all over the place, like it just yeah. did. And even modern R and B really has horns all over the place, but it's not, it's not as upfront at live shows in the same way that it might be at ska. So I just, so it's like, it's not intentional, like having horns in your band isn't intentionally wacky, but it also might in some way sort of seem weird too. I'll also admit, I feel like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here because I think of the three of us, I'm probably the bigger Aquabats fan. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I'm also the one that's just kind of like, eh, I'm like wacky bands. Um, so yeah, I, I you also like, they might be giants, right? You like bands that are wacky. I don't think they're, oh, you son of a bitch. Don't. God they're kind of wacky. They have a song no. called Particle Man, Particle Man, that Particle song, Man. Oh they're also Particle called, Man. they might be giants. Particle Man. It's, 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 it's Istanbul, I, not Constantinople. That's a cover. Particle Man. That is a cover. Particle Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't find they might be giants inherently wacky. I don't find them quirky. I just find them who they are. I guess I don't know. It's very weird, and when people write them off as a novelty band along the lines of Weird Al, I cringe because um, they're not comparable to me, despite the accordions oh, and occasional sure. humor. Yeah, it's not. It's um, not a fair comparison, sure. Uh, but and you know they both got big off Doctor Demento too. Let's let's call it out where it is. But we're not here to talk about them. I think one thing I want <laughs> one thing and why this topic was important to me is. Um, as somebody who's studied comedy and and is kind of a, a pretty, I would pat myself in the back and say a humorous person. Yeah, you're okay. Um, I've, oh, thanks. I'm okay. <laughs> Appreciate that. You know, <laughs> I, I only won two years in a row funniest young high school actor in-, in I want to see the trophy. Oh, I can get it. My wife, my wife can have it. Deb, get the trophies. <laughs> I threaten her with them all the time. Um, I've studied improv and everything like that. Uh, humor is a lot of times a um, a way to cope with, with certain things, right? It's, People it can express themselves and express their feelings through angry tones or through political messages or um, kind of deeper songs. Me, uh, personally, and, and this is why I relate to the style of music that's a little wacky, let's say, for, for the word we're using. I, I deal with my mental health issues, which I'm pretty open about sharing and talking about through humor and deflection and making a joke out of things and being the wacky, goofy person. When I was younger, it made me feel comfortable socially. And as I got older, it just became a part of, of my personality. So I think that when you look at somebody's being wacky and goofy, there might be something underlying there where people are just saying, hey, this is how I fit in. This is how I deal with whatever's going on in my life. So to look at something that's wacky and say, this is as wacky because these people are wacky goofballs, that might not necessarily be the case. These people, that's just how they they communicate or they they feel comfortable socially. So I don't think humor, humor gets sometimes gets a bad rap as not being able to take seriously. But 
it's just how I personally, I express myself. That's how I, you know, kind of fit in. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm rambling. No, it, makes it sense. does. It does. Uh, and I think there's also a big difference between being outwardly wacky and being humorous as mm-hmm. well. Um, I, I, the Aquabats for as much as I love them and give them shit though, they're very wacky. I mean, that is like their thing. Yeah. Um, but they also can be quite humorous on top of that wackiness or, you know, along with it. Uh, I think Real Big Fish is not that wacky, but I think they're very funny. And I've always appreciated yeah, that. Yeah, and their, song, their songs... They're more really sarcastic that, funny. Yeah, they're sarcastic too, yeah. and self-deprecating, but I wouldn't say they're wacky. They have a wacky image, maybe, yeah. of Aaron uh, wearing yes. like, Hawaiian yeah. shirts, right? But I don't think that... And having someone dress up like a fish and dance. Sure, sure. Like I don't think the yeah. content of their music is no. wacky, right? No. Whereas like a band like Less Than Jake, they don't have any songs that are wacky, but they are a very wacky, jovial... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. a wacky, jovial band with kind of really serious songs, which is interesting, yeah. right? Yeah. Sure. And I um I don't I can't think of there there's some politicalness to some of Lesson Jake songs. Not a whole sure. lot. Not a whole lot. But more I think there's more serious tone. So it's like I guess my answer to this question it it's it's more it's hard to I don't feel like you can actually give it a yes or no answer. Cause sure, on one level did sort of the wackiness detour some people from staying connected to ska probably but i also don't think i there's just a part of me that thinks that they may have bailed anyway um you know it maybe they just never latched on i think they maybe latched on to something that was popular and their friends were into it and then when life changed you know they graduated college and they moved on they moved on from that part of their life and that scene and that thing and they just moved on anyway musically as well um, I, and, I, but at the same time, I think what I see is this, you know, a lot of bands will talk about like, we should use our platform. We should use what we, the attention that we've garnished because of being in a band as this way to speak for serious issues. And I understand that. And I think it's mostly good, but I think think sometimes you can get lost in sort of the arrogant pious that comes along with wanting to make sure that you're seen in a certain viewpoint that like I must be seen as someone who's it's virtue signaling. It's virtue signaling, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's and that it's, that frustrates me a lot about a lot of bands. I'll be completely straight and honest with you. Like yeah. I, that upsets me when bands are just in your face pushing kind of an agenda sometimes. Yeah, it's I I try not to use that term because I I know it. It's like a <laughs> it's like there's just too much in it to use the virtual signaling. But I just want to talk about it on a personal level. Like, cause I'm someone who spent years, you know, I, um, I'm a very outspoken person. I can guarantee you I've made thousands upon thousands of family gatherings awkward because, you know, someone will say something and then I'll just be right there. Like, you know, it's like America's the land of the free and all this stuff. And I'll be like, except unless you're a native American. (laughs) And they're like, that's me. Like, that's the space that I speak into. And so there's a part of that that wants to also put that out in the world, right? On social media. Um, but what ends up, can end up happening 
is that somehow your identity is wrapped up in how other people see you. Because, so like everyone knows I had another podcast called Matt Fest versus his friends. And part of the reason I stopped doing that is because I was so tired of trying to have answers for everything. It's not that the issues that we talked about weren't important. It's just, it's very tiring to constantly be on in that way. In the same way that sometimes constantly being on as a humorous person can be taxing. <laughs> sort of having to try to sort of like fight every battle from like this sense of justice. And I'm not saying it's not, you know, we do a, we do a charity comp every year, right? Well, for the past two years, you know, and you know, which we, you know, sort of piggybacked off of what back superheroes were doing. And we make jokes on that thing. I, but I don't feel it's necessary for us to try to explain to people like, Hey, this is why it's important to give to toys for tots and giving children toys. I I don't feel it's my job to tell people how to think or feel about, uh, a charity like that. If you can't figure out why giving children presents at Christmas time or presents on their birthday, like, cause I actually don't think toys for tots only gives on Christmas time. I just think that's the popular time. But so like, why giving children and most often these children are actually either in hospitals or group foster homes and stuff like that. Like, so it's like, and I just, you know, there's sort of like a, like you said, I guess virtual signaling, but I'm talking more in the, like you tend to lose who you are if you think you have to do something and that you fail as a human being, if somehow you know, you're not bringing attention to these issues because here's my thing is one, we were socially active before there was social media. So it is possible to be socially aware and socially active without being that way online too. Um, you, I'm just going to say this, you will be your legacy as an individual will be more gratifying to you and to the people around you when you pour into the things you care about offline. Like, so yeah, you can like, you can raise money for lots of causes, but I guarantee if you are volunteering at a soup kitchen or you volunteer as a uh, big brother or big sister to something that will mean more to you and to the people around you that where you're spending time, it'll just, it's more important that you're doing that than, being socially uh, making a social media post about what you politically believe in. Um, yeah. And, and on that tack, before I try to tie it back to that topic, <laughs> um, uh, I donate a lot of money and I almost always do it anonymously um, because, and I don't brag on Twitter. It, the most I do is just like, Hey, there's this charity, check it out. Or like this person needs some money, check it out. Um, they don't even know I gave them money most of the time. So, uh, I, well, at least for me. Um, but, you know, I, I think that one of the things that, that brought up this this topic was also um, Matt mentioned in defense of Ska. Uh, and I believe this quote uh, comes from a member of Fishbone, uh, worrying that the, the wackiness of, of Fishbone, because they have a lot of songs and if you've seen angelo do anything live he is 
he's he's fun he's a fun guy sure uh and he I really listen exudes- to like Listen to Party at Ground Zero. It's the wackiest song you'll ever hear with a pretty serious message, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, the member of Fishbone, I believe it's Norwood, but I could be wrong, uh, said it, in the end, he thought people took them not so seriously, even when they had songs discussing race. And the first time I read that, I was like, yeah, I get that. But then later I realized who I was and why I got into Fishbone. It was the fun ska party atmosphere. And then I listened to them and I started understanding the lyrics sure. and I started picking up what they were actually saying. Um, if they were political from the start and from everything was so political, a white kid in the Midwest probably wouldn't have picked up a CD by a black artist from Southern California. Yeah, That wouldn't have been something that happened. There would be no lesson for me because I would have not thought the source was something that would appeal to me. I think that's a really good, um, really good self-awareness there, RJ. And I agree with you, right? So, you know, I listened to Real Big Fish because they were singing about, you know, girls. And as a high schooler, what, what could I relate to, right? Or yeah. Less Than Jake were singing about my hometown sucks and I got to get out of here, right? What <laughs> could I relate to? There's a part of privilege in me of, of that, right? Those are the things that were my issues. I get that, but that's what... I could relate to. And I, I recognize that there's other bands that are singing about things that might ne- not necessarily relate to me, but I still uh, appreciate that. Um, sorry for being so kind of impassioned about this topic and, and why, why I am is because I've actually been personally taken to task over this as someone who has a public forum in a band with a following um, who apparently didn't do enough with our public forum. And that was a conscious decision. And we were taken to task over that. And I didn't think that was fair because like you said, Matt, everyone can choose to use their platform how they want and, and express what they want. You know, uh, my band is very active in charity work, and even that has come under criticism. You know, we had someone criticize us for partnering with Toys for Tots, which I did not think was a fair criticism just because they are associated with the Marines. So um, I know this is kind of straying off topic, but I did want to put that out there that this is, is definitely something I feel passionate about. Yeah, to me, like all of this... <laughs> isn't so like that isn't off topic for me because it's like the real world experience of like, you know, the, you know, the quote that RJ that you're reading, you know, yeah, maybe some kids were turned off from fishbone cause they saw it wacky, but you know, a lot of kids may have saw some of that wackiness and connected with it and then found something mm-hmm. deeper. Like you never know what it's kind of like, how did you get into ska? You know, we and I think we sort of had that discussion of like, how did you get into ska? And some people tried to like, well, if you got into a, from a video game, you're that's dumb or whatever. Like, like trying to say what? Not, not everybody comes across it accidentally and then starts going like crate digging <laughs> like I did. I think right. everybody got into something somehow, and that's yes. perfectly okay, right? Yes. Yeah, and it's I, like, you know, my favorite band, they might be giants. I got into them because. Uh, Particle Man became a campfire song and then they were on fucking Particle Tiny Man. Tunes. That's how I got into them. Particle and not Man. just like, oh, my, I had a cool uncle. <laughs> like, no. like I didn't, didn't buy a CD, like, unheard. Like, yeah. fucking friends and a cartoon. <laughs> and, uh, and I think, I think the thing, you know, look, if you're not a particularly jokey person or humorous and 
you know, the the foot you put forward first or whatever, that's totally fine. I'm not saying that all bands have to be funny or wacky. I don't. That's not what I'm asking. And I'm not saying that your band shouldn't be political. What I'm actually suggesting is maybe both can lead to the same place, ultimately, to what it is to be a better person as an individual. And if we're just trying to, like, force every band or every creator of any art into a box and saying that this is the only way to project goodness then i think we're missing what might not goodness but like respectability sure sure right you know as like i i bands can be as crazy silly wacky as they want to be and if they are still turning out the tunes and don't have a ridiculous fucking name, I can still respect them. <laughs> <laughs> to, to bring it back to your one of the original questions, though, about Ska and like the in-joke, right, that even Ska fans make fun of Ska. Ugh, I, I, we could do a whole episode on this from me, though. But I kind of like that, right? I think I, that there's I, a, a big self-awareness about it. I hate it. Really? I, it, it goes back to the hurt little kid that I will make fun of myself so whatever you, it, so when you make fun of me, it won't hurt. I'm making fun of my thing that I love so that, you know, you, if you make fun of it, I already beat you to the punch. Uh, it, to me, it's, it's sad. Uh, whatever that happens when ska fans make fun of other ska fans and make fun of ska, I, it's depressing to me because hmm. <laughs> I'm like, this is something you love. Not only are you letting other people make fun of it, you are celebrating other people making fun of it. And you're making fun of it yourself. Well, look, it's the same. To me, it's like the same thing. Like, look, I love my wife, but there are. She has done weird things. So occasionally I'll point. <laughs> don't don't make fun of your wife, you boomer. She, she jumped. In- Mother-in-law's right. <laughs> <laughs> Take my wife, please. <laughs> she jumped into a pool with her cell phone in her bathing suit. I'm just saying. That's a funny story to me. So, like... Does she think that's a funny story for you to tell? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with laughing at yourself, right? Just maybe not taking yourself so seriously. Scott's, you know, it's a music form and people shouldn't tie their whole personality to it. And if it's, it's funny to make, I don't know. I, I just take the opposite view of you, RJ. Like I, I, I think it's okay to laugh at yourself. And I, that, to me, there's, there's a, there's a fine line. And it's one sometimes in a piece of media, people make fun of Scott, like Scott Reddit erupts. Like, did you see this mention of us on sitcom a or whatever? Mm-hmm. And, and, and <laughs> And they go crazy and they think it's great. And I'm just like, they're laughing at you, though. They're laughing at us. This was not a a joke made in jest with your friends. This is the jocks pointing and snickering. But maybe maybe we're sensitive to it because we're in that circle. But anybody in any circle gets made fun of in that way. You know, watch an SNL. They're making fun of Democrats, Republicans, people. Hey, well, people that's that, like, a little bit of everything, right? Everyone is, is being made fun of. I think, but you don't see the Democrats taking and you especially don't see the Republicans <laughs> on like our conservative and our Democrat, like being like, ha Oh, looks like SNL got us again. Biden. What a fool. It's you a know? fair point. <laughs> well, a fair point. Uh, no. Cause I mean, politicians are notoriously not funny people. So like, it's just, they're not going to, they're not going to function in that way. The adverse to that though, is if you do not, if you 
take it too seriously, then you become like another fandom I'm a part of, which is Star Wars fandom. And those people are the worst. <laughs> they are the absolute worst. Talk There's about a... fandoms. They might be giants fans are the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, some like some fandoms are really, really bad. And and then you have Scott fans who are generally generally um pretty good people and and can oh, laugh yeah. at themselves, you know? Um Yeah, I, I, I mean I would I would say we wouldn't have you know, most of the jokes related to this podcast, if we couldn't make fun of ska or the ska scene, like it's just, it's yeah. To me, it is about like trying not to take yourself too seriously. You kind of don't have a right to criticize other people. If you can't take a little bit of, uh, you know, I mean, there's, there's stuff like, and you can, to me, you can usually tell when something is done lovingly, like that sure. college humor, too many horns. That to me is perfect. It's super funny. Super funny. It's yeah. funny. You can tell there that like the ska community's in on the joke. Like it was not something to me pointing and laughing at True. ska True. or the ska community. I'll share every hard times article about ska because I think they're funny. Oh, they usually are. And they also seems to be that's coming from the college. Somebody who from loves ska. The house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. True. So, it uh, is sort of like I I don't like all case in point. Like uh, uh, I usually don't tell you guys this, but sometimes I, yeah, I've been dropping little clips at the end of last couple episodes, and I dropped <coughs> one from Parks and Rec where one of the characters like this looks like a place a ska band goes to shoot heroin, which it's like if you're in the ska scene really doesn't make any sense because yeah i never I, liked that joke it just doesn't make sense it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, like you don't you, know you maybe say, a grunge band a grunge band goes to shoot heroin that would track a little bit more. drunk get yeah. high those track yeah. <laughs> but yeah shoot heroin it just seemed like that's a poorly researched joke there <laughs> yes but i also like it because i'm like hey i mean i guess maybe i have a mentality of no press is bad press like mm. yeah like, i don't agree with that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, if there's, like, you know, ska fans just murder people, then I'd be like, all right, let, let's calm down. Like, that's not that's not a thing. <laughs> I mean, let's let's face it. I spend most of my social media for 23 minutes of ska trying not to show how depressed I am uh, and trying to make it into at least a bit of entertainment, which is why I don't usually say much more than, like, new episode. <laughs> there's a lot going on in your social media today, by the way. Lots of questions. <laughs> I That was fun. That was fun. And uh, if people still have more uh, more questions, I'm apparently still eating that wrap that I made for lunch. <laughs> I, I take it back a lot. And RJ, you and I have talked about this on the show last year. Um, about the mozzarella stick meme, right? People in, yeah. in the Scott community got so get so offended when you share the mozzarella stick meme. But I look at it like this. People share that with me still today. Be like, oh, I just saw this meme because they're discovering it for the first time. It's yeah. about Ska. They know I love Ska. And they're sharing it with me thinking, hey, this made me think of you. Isn't this funny? Yeah, you I, you changed my mind on that, by the way. Yeah, certainly. Now, in like, Scott communities, really I'm like, about it. Yeah. knock it off in Scott communities. But yeah. when your fucking aunt sends that to you, fucking just laugh. Yeah, and it's like someone's thinking Facebook. of you, right? Yeah. Like, you know, my mom's like, hey, I, I saw this shirt. It said Star Wars on it. You love Star Wars. I'm going to buy this for you. Oh, thanks. Like, maybe I wouldn't have bought that. Maybe I wouldn't have made this meme or shared this meme. But you're thinking of me because yes, yeah. I like that. You know what I mean? So keep sharing the mozzarella stick meme. And by, by the way, it's a really funny meme. And it was. And we all thought it was funny to begin with. No, I see. That's one of those where I was like, I feel like I'm being made fun of. <laughs> the initial, the initial joke. I sure. felt like it was laughing at me. Jay, when you were in that scenario of, you know, 
did did you never get the last mozzarella stick? And that's what you're really upset about when you see that meme. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I, when I used to go out to eat after shows late night, we'd go to Perkins Family Restaurant. Uh, I would order whatever I was going to eat, and then I'd order a side of bacon and a side of mozzarella sticks all the time. So I always had enough mozzarella sticks, Matthew. <laughs> all right. But he didn't get a side of sh- sushi. No, I wasn't. I'm not going to eat sushi in Peoria, Illinois. <laughs> Probably. Hey, this was a really great conversation. I don't know if we answered your question, Matt, but I think we had a really great conversation. Yeah, that's the whole point. They're, they're, the point of discussions like this isn't to arrive at a cohesive, d- definitive answer by any means. It's to have a And discussion. listen, I teed up our next big conversation about terrible ska band names. <laughs> oh, I'm in on that. I'm in, I'm in a band with terrible ska band names. Let's go. <laughs> I love your band's name, actually. Yeah, it's definitely not the worst. Uh, I would, yeah. All right, uh, Scott Picks of the Week? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Scott Picks of the Week. Uh, Gary, why don't you tell us about your Scott Pick? Sure. So in um, honor of our conversation about humor, I I picked a pretty funny song um, by a band called 13 Towers out of D.C., who I really, really dig. And this song is just a really fun, uh, humorous song. It's called Tinder Love and Care. song good pick good pick. yeah pro cats good song <laughs> all right uh so last week i mentioned that i was uh i'd been listening to more of the pomps so this week the pomps are good good uh, that is your homework for the next week as well yeah uh so every week <laughs> <laughs> eventually i'm gonna run out of pomps music like <laughs> uh, oh there's I'll- secret pomps music <laughs> Oh, we're going to have to talk about that later. All right. So, yeah, we will. Um, my Scott pick of the week is from the Pomps. It's called I'm Not a Scientist. I don't need a white coat. Do the reason I'm I'm not a scientist, which can't also, wait for that new record, which I am also not a it's scientist. a fucking banger. Um, yeah, I like that. So that's probably one of my favorite pomp songs. 
and it mentions uh, a very uh, neglected job in most songs. They mention uh, a character being an actuary, and I think that's just awesome. What, what my my father in law is an actuary, and what, I always thought that was cool. What's There's an a song actu- that meant? What's an actuary? They work with numbers. Oh, yeah. Right. That's the most financial job you could ever have. They work with numbers. Like, hey, two, come over here. <laughs> hey, four, get in line. <laughs> two, do you I can a- see why you're an improv champ, Gary. Wow, I'm so clever. <laughs> math- so many deep-rooted mental health issues, guys. <laughs> math jokes. That's why they come to us. All right. Uh, RJ, tell us about your Scott pick. Uh, my Scott picks a goddamn Stone Cold classic. It's You're Wondering Now by The Specials off their album, The Specials. Everybody happy. You can't come in. You can't come in. Heck yeah, it is, and I just really like that song, and I wanted to play it for no reason. Uh, I feel like that's a lie, but okay. All right, uh, well, we appreciate everyone hanging out with us this week. Um, As always, please listen to uh, all the songs on the episodes. It's on our playlist, Ska Favorites. Uh, on Spotify, there of course will be a link in show notes. Also, um, if you would like to join our Patreon for four extra dollars a month, you can get two bonus episodes, at least two bonus episodes a month. You will get access to a private Facebook page where we'll probably just post a bunch of ska memes all the time <laughs> and uh, random ska questions and discount on merch, 10%. So, yes, uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash on the upbeat. And, um, you know, I would have u- I should have used that moment to set up, you know, playing the outro song, but I failed again. Once again, terrible host of a ska podcast. But just a, a really swell dude. A really nice guy. Yeah, a great guy. Yeah, great. Great, great, guy, great guy. Great guy. Yeah. All right, fans, thanks for listening, and until next time, keep listening to Sky. You've been listening to On the Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at On the Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon 
Visit patreon.com slash on the upbeat ska to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On the Upbeat.